Let's learn on page Kuf Tesvav, at the end of Perik Yud Aleph. Really, we'll finish Yud Aleph very quickly, and then we're going to be talking about, about davening. Chiddush, davening, new, new, fresh davening. At the end of the Perik, you're learning about Tamimus. That there's such a level of Tamimus, where a person's Tamimus, a person's pashtus is so clear, so sweet, so strong, that he doesn't even have to come onto the whole sugi really of bitachin, of bitachin. It's like a child. You don't have to. You don't have to. Have, you don't have to talk to the child about trusting his mother. You don't have to give a shia. Have you ever gave a shia to a little child to trust his mother? That, that, that's the mitzvahs. There's such a level that a person can reach. It's, it's a high madrega. It's a deacon, that live like that, that it's not a matter of, it's not a matter of talking into yourself, but it's a, it's a matter of being. Tomem tia im Hashem It's a mitzvah of Tomem tia im Hashem At the end of the paragraph, page Kuf Tesvav, he talks for a minute about one of the midas that are not often spoken about, the midah of Busha. Of embarrassment, of shame. Page Kuf Tesvav, where it says in the middle of the page, "Beficha belavav chalasai say." Hakadosh Baruch Hu Yotza ba'Adam is midas abusha. Hashem created in man this midas, one of the midas. It's one of the midas that, that Hashem made inside each and every one of us. Midas habusha to be embarrassed. To feel shame and embarrassment. Midas habusha. Mahu shayrish inyan habusha. What is the root of this midah habusha? Notice how it's, he's not referring to it as a feeling of shame. That's how it's in the secular world, right? In the secular world, there's a hargosha. There's a feeling of shame or embarrassment. According to the Torah, it's not a hargasha, a feeling or a mood. There's a mida of busha. Mr. Baruch Shalom created that. It's not something that, oh, I can't believe I have such bad mouths that this horrible thing happened to me. I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed. There's a mida of busha. When used in a proper and healthy way, like all the other midas, it's very holy, and very godly, and very productive. When used in the wrong way, it's terribly destructive. What's the shirish of this Indian of Busha? Heichan on a moitzim atar pamri shayna esamusag Busha. Everybody knows the answer to that question. What's the first time we find in the Torah this concept of Busha? It's very early on. It didn't have, you don't have to wait too long, right? The Indian of Busha. Before the sin of Adam It says that before they ate from the tree, before the chait, they were not ashamed. There was, they were not ashamed before the chait. Only after they sinned. Only after they sinned. Then there was his oils of this midah, Abusha, 
They were embarrassed, they were naked, and they covered themselves with the leaves. Before they sinned, like little children in that way, except brilliant, brilliant little children. They were not embarrassed. And after the chait, they were embarrassed. Why is it that before the chait, before the sin, this is a very, very important question. Why is it that before the sin, they weren't embarrassed? There was no feeling of shame before the chait. So the answer is very, very simple and very clear. Where does Busha come from? How is Busha born? It comes from when a person thinks, What do they think about me? How do I appear? What do I look like? Children don't care about that. Children don't care. One of the most ridiculous questions is when a child throws himself into some, into some ice cream or chocolate and is covered and filthy and, and the sweet little mother says, now look at yourself, what did you do? What did you do? And we, we, we begin to ruin our children from those questions, even though it's an understandable question. And really, it's just the way the mother is saying, I, I just finished the laundry and I just gave you a bath and I'm tired, and I'm frustrated, and so on and so forth. It's not a real question, because what kind of an intelligent person would ask a little child, what, look, what did you do? What did you do? So the child would say, did I do something wrong? And what would your answer be to that? The answer would be, if it was a really, really bad day, say, yes, I just did that, then you give a whole drasha. If, if it would be that you had your seichel about you, and your heart was beating also in the right way, together with your seichel, then your answer would be no, there's absolutely nothing there's no, we're not talking about a 12 year I mean, a little, a little kid there's nothing There's nothing wrong with what you did, you were a child you were a child and that chocolate was an opportunity for you to be a child and you were living according to your teva I have forgotten my teva, the adult I'm an adult, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in touch at all with my teva all I ever do is to try to stop myself from having chocolate because I've gained so much weight. I'm constantly trying not to eat chocolate. I'm also constantly trying not to get dirty because I don't want to look funny to people. I don't want to look fat. I don't want to look funny. I just want to look acceptable and pleasing to the world. A child doesn't have a cheshman like that at all. There's no cheshman at all of what it looks like. When you lose that, when you lose that, of course, you have to have that. As you grow up, you have to be concerned. And the Torah tells a person, so you have to live in an appropriate way with people. You have to get along. <clears throat> but that's the beginning of Busha. Well, the Busha can be used in a good way or a bad way. But that's the beginning of Busha. Busha comes from a concern with what other people think. You're embarrassed. Embarrassed. You have a person that won't go outside because she found a pimple on her nose. She won't go outside. 
Even though she had, there are many things that she needs to do outside, but she won't because she has a pimple. And there are many, many such examples of that. That's where Busha comes from. Before the Chait, there was no Busha. Because before the Chait, what do they think about me? That's where Busha comes from. What do they say about me? Again, the child doesn't have a cheshman. They think I'm dirty. They think that I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a nasha. He doesn't think like that. When a Jew lives, when a person lives with Tamimus, with this Midah of Tamimus, Im Habari with the Creator, Loi Oilois Bereishai Ke'elam Achshavis. He doesn't have thoughts like that. He doesn't have thoughts like that. In a mature person, obviously there's a shmira of not causing other, not drawing attention to oneself. But, but at the same time, one of the one of the most charming things about tzaddikim, if you've ever had this chutz to see, tzaddik amiti, one of the most charming things is how is how reckless they are. Meaning, to be able to jump with excitement over over uh, a beautiful piece of Gemara, to be able to, to be able to daven and to laugh, to be able to be in that way almost like a child, is one of the simanim of tzaddikim amitiyam. There's a certain thing that Chavz Chaim, the Bedid Shul, a certain thing that's famous, there was such a word. Even in our generation of Zaycha, Yibarul Chaim Lechaim, if you would ever see a Tzimai Zilberberg, he's, he's like a, like a little boy. Like a little boy, when you tell him something, it's the need of tamimus. It's the need of tamimus. Where it's not living with a cheshman of do I look unsophisticated? Do I look silly? How do I look? How do I appear? Man was created in such a way. They weren't embarrassed. Adam and Chava weren't embarrassed. For the chait, for sin, there comes embarrassment. That crookedness of the snake that they were poisoned by, that takes away the yashus, that takes away the tamimus. The person is constantly living with the cheshbon of succeeding or failing, of how I look and how I don't look. When a person lives with Tamimus, with Hashem, he doesn't have these Machshavas. It doesn't mean that he has his expression elephant skin. It doesn't mean that he's, that he's just thick-skinned. He's so thick-skinned that he doesn't know what they're saying about him. I'm not talking about a person This does not, this is not about Seichel. Doesn't doesn't is not aware of what people think or what people say. 
No, I'm not talking about that. It's because the nefesh of this person doesn't absorb these whole cheshbaynas of, of what it looks like. Of. There was one of the great Musi yeshivas from before the war, Nevardic. It's very famous. And in Nevardic, they had an Indian of this of the Talmudim. It's a very hard thing to understand, but they had an Indian of the Talmudim breaking this, breaking down this thing of of shame. It was very radical, and it wasn't it wasn't something that many of the Gedolim were thrilled about. But there were all kinds of stories about, you know, the Nevardic going to uh, going to the uh, to the train station or something and asking about how much it costs uh, to go from uh, this city to this city and then and then uh, they said yes how much it costs and he says I don't have that money I don't have that kind of money and then the guy starts to yell on the screen I mean there's strange things there are certain antics there are stories I, I, I don't know if they're true but there are stories written about the kind of things that, that the Navadikas would put themselves through to bring upon themselves shame and embarrassment. Meaning to overcome that consciousness of caring about what other people think about me. And to try to come back to a certain tamimus. Of course, it's hard for us to understand these kind of exercises. And for people people like us now, it, uh, it, 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 that wouldn't work. It's not the way. It's not a mahalach. And I don't know if it was a mahalach back then either. I just read stories about it. Might that be true? I don't know. But but a person is not collate these things. A person a, a, a person who is living in a state of tamimus with a kaddish baruch who doesn't doesn't notice these things. Doesn't take note of this. Doesn't doesn't register in him that this is what the person. You know, this is what the person thinks. Of course, that could be that could be something which is unhealthy in a person who's not well. That could become very, very dangerous. So we say in, in Musaf and Yantiv, that because of our sins, we are in Golis from our land. Not only are we in Golis, but in this Rechakno, we're very far away, may Allah Masayna from our land. And we can't go up to Yerushalayim to appear before you in the Besam Ekdash. The distance that a person has from Hashem is the result is created by our sins. Because of our sins, we are far away from our land. Being far away from the base of Mikdash, being far away from Alam, is being far away from, from Hashem. Being far away from Hashem. Nira la Adam, as a result of one's as a result of one's avayas, Nira la Adam, it appears to the person, Sha'or Panav Shalhaboyre Rochak Mimanu. That the light of Hashem's face is very, very far away from him. And sometimes the person even feels 
a complete and total yeyush, a despair of ever, ever, of ever reaching that orp Hashem, of ever feeling once again that connection to Hashem's Baruch and that light of Hashem's face. But a person has to know that that's not true that you that it's so far and that you can't return to that state even though we're talking now about these media we're talking about this media we're talking about tamimas i'm talking about the Indian of busha the media of busha which again we didn't go into right now we just brought it up and more in the negative context, but the Midah Bush is a very holy thing that when used positively in a good way. But to be concerned of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu thinks about me, and to be and to be embarrassed before the Bari Olam. You know, the, in Shulchan Aruch, there are dinam of how a person should get dressed and undressed, even when you're by yourself in your room. And I remember that one of the children asked me a long time ago, the teacher was teaching them this, and she asked me, like, I should be embarrassed for Akash Baruch like he doesn't know, you know, he doesn't know what I look like. What does that mean, to be embarrassed before Hashem? A person who, a person who's embarrassed before Hashem is never embarrassed before other people. That's when the Midah Bush is used in a holy way. A person who experiences, who feels the Bush of not doing what's right in God's eyes, does that person is brought closer and closer to Hashem's Baruch, to this Midah of Tamimas, of being pushed and wanting to please Hashem, without any Chachmas, just like a child, to be pleasing to a parent, without any Chachmas. This is close to us. Sarach Ladaski, Karve Lech Adav Ma'od, Befichabal Avarchal even though it seems to us that this is such a high Madragan, how could I even think of such a thing? How can I come close to such a thing? In other words, if at least a person begins to talk about these things, like we're learning, to talk about, to talk about, in your mouth, and throughout all of one's life, all of one's days, every day, and during the course of a day, the essence of a person's day, and the words that a person speaks of during the day, revolve around emuna, belief in Hashem. They revolve around emuna. You live with emuna. A person lives mamish with emuna. And you learn about and you talk about and you dream about and you daven for something, something of a taste of Tmimas. You day, you some try as much as possible. Pshitas. Then, if at least it's Beficha, at least if you talk about it and you daven for it with your mouth, then Niton Then perhaps you can climb to the next level, which is what Bilavavcha, Beficha u That in your heart, 
you begin to feel more connected to that. You you want to be like that. You feel a connection to that way of living. That pshitas. That causes, that brings so much simcha. So much simcha. The pshitas of living without without all the cheshbainas. Ad until Sof you could reach a Madrega of Asir, of actually changing your life. And we shouldn't give up on that. But as long as a person's thoughts and words are spent all day in the Cheshbainas, in Machshavas, Machshavas, Achitzainis, Gemura, all kinds of Machshavas, Cheshbainas, of what? other people are thinking and doing and saying what I have to look like to others and what I have to do. All, these, all the machshavas of chitzaynias. Vehein machshavas of pikhas. Even if they're machshavas of cleverness and shrewdness of how to get ahead. How to be clever. I had such a beautiful conversation with a, with a, a young man who's a um, who's a um, started off now He's a therapist, and he's starting to help people. So he told me that... I was just told him, he said a beautiful thing. He said that that he always is so worried that, like, uh, what's what's his cheshben, like, in what, with what he's doing with this therapy thing, to, you know, to be a therapist. So it makes him feel good. In other words, he says, it makes me feel important. It makes me feel... You know, makes me feel like a chashev. And that feeling of my ego, he says, makes me sick. That this is the what kind of person am I? That it makes me sick. So, and he said, but all of that is until I'm sitting with a person and talking with a person. But when I'm talking to the person, all I want is, to, is that that person should, should get better. And I ask Hashem all the time while I'm listening, to help me understand and to help me help. That's what he just told me. I just had this conversation today with the, with the uh, therapist who was telling me that, that he works on this Indian. I said, that's, uh, that's so, such a beautiful thing you're saying. It's such a beautiful thing. He, he's, there are machshavas and machshavas of chitzaynias that, that, that attack us all the time. But the Iker is to come back to Amunah, and the Iker is to come back to Pshitas. And he was saying that he knows that when he sits with a person, and the person's pouring his kishkas out, that he really, really, really just wants to be able to help, but it's not about himself. It's about, it's about this person. It's not about himself. So I, I said, that's a very beautiful thing. So since you're saying that, when you're listening to a person, and you're hearing out the personal life, you have to be able to tell the person if you think that you can't help and and to recommend that person to go to somebody else if need be but you know for professionals that's a very very hard thing there are people that would rather the guy drop dead in front of him than, than to give somebody else's name at least if you're gonna if you're gonna be miserable it's gonna be with me you know but maybe somebody else can help him no 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 you're staying with me 
that there's a, it's a true chesed of Amunah that he's thinking that he just wants to help a person. He does. He's a very special boy. He's trying to help people. You what? Yes, he's married. Yeah. Oh, you're wrong. You're thinking of the girls, the girls, the girls. Uh, you're always thinking of yourself. Then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're thinking of your children. Yeah, he's married. Baruch Hashem, he's married. It took him a while. It took him a while, but he's married. Yeah, but it's uh, it's. It's really who the person is. But we have so many chitzanis that get thoughts. Uh, so many chitzanis. I was just talking to another person, uh, someone who's not married today. I was talking to this, to this, uh, to this bracha. It's not for you. I was, I was just talking to this bracha today, and, um, and, and he has a lot of things that he, that he's working through. He went through a lot of suffering in his life. And and he uh, he always has time to help people to do for people. He's an unbelievable guy. But I said to him, you know, you have Rahmanas. You have an unbelievable capacity to care for people. I've never seen anything like it. You have such Rahmanas. But I have to tell you there's one person that you that you're cruel to and you're miserable. And you're disgusting, too. And that's to yourself. And I was crying a little bit when we were talking. I said, to yourself, yeah. I, I used a strong word. That's to yourself, you're nasty. To yourself, you have no Rahmanas in yourself. You don't have any belief in yourself. Everybody in the world you want to do and to help him. So he says, no, it's because I want him to like me. He says, ah, don't give me that business. It's not true. He's an unbelievably wonderful person. But on himself, he sees no good. Nothing. Nothing. There's no Rahmanis in himself. No Rahmanis in himself. If he had Rahmanis in himself, there would be a thousand girls that would have married him already. He doesn't have Rahmanis in himself. A person, a person can, can spend his life outside and not inside. He could see on everybody else, he could try, but in himself he doesn't see. That's that's how it is. And with chesbainus, with annoying chesbainus, but not to go to mimus and pashtus. Could they say to this person, "You're the most lovable person. You don't you don't forgive yourself that someone should care for you, that someone should love you, that someone should want to marry you. You don't forgive yourself. No, nobody would want to marry me. See, there are a lot of people that would like to marry." You. That you, you hate yourself too much to get married. You have no Rahmanas in yourself. And I see a lot of that. I talk to people, I see that. Good people that that, that hate themselves. And, and and those people that I, I find the ones that hate themselves, they have no reason to hate themselves at all. Because anything that anything that is wrong in their lives is because of things that other people did to them. Then there are other people that I meet that sometimes I think, you know, you should hate yourself a little bit. There's a little bit here to hate, you know, there's a little, a little bit here that you should maybe uh, hate. There's some stuff here that's not that's not good. No, but they're happy. Like. <laughs> it's a funny thing, they like it. Happy, uh, good. No, they, they they hate other people. Such a crazy world, no? 
I'm sorry for I had a rough day today. So it's a crazy world. It's just a crazy world. Thinking this this boy should this boy has every reason to, to love himself. He's such a hero. And he has reason to hate people that did bad things to him. Bad, very bad. No. He loves everybody and he's good to everybody and he hates himself. Then the other guy he has every reason in the world to love everybody. His family, they were, the, they were unbelievable people. Everybody like, took, everybody treated him mamish in the most beautiful way. He hates everybody. Himself, he should talk have problems with. There's no problem with himself. I don't get, it's a funny, crazy world. And I was thinking maybe to get these two in a room together, to schmooze with each other. But that's how it is. And both of these are very, both of them are in a very bad spot. Both of them are in a bad situation. The one guy that, that hates everybody else and loves himself, how could you live with a person like that? How could you live with a person like that? The other one who loves everybody but hates himself, he, he, never, he, never, he never can see himself living with anybody else. This is a very sad thing that's in the world. And people get lost in their machshavas and they, and they lose the, the simple tamimus. The tamimus is taken away a lot of times. We have to ask Hashem for help to be able to take away, Hashem should take away from us all of the chashbainas that make us crazy, all of these calculations that are making us complicated. All the calculations of what, uh, all the chesbans that make us crazy, make other people crazy. Rechaim chai tmimus, that we should be able to live a life of tmimus, and boyram of the Creator, the emes of the summer, in a true and a simple way. That's that. That's a very, very big thing to ask for and to daven for. Perikyud days. Kerach hachidish agonis betfilo. Everything is connected. The Kerach Hachidish Hagonis Betfila. There's a Kerach of renewal that's contained and hidden in davening. Davening is a very big key to bringing us to all of these things, these good things. So we need to learn a little bit to understand Achlau, the Indian of Chidish. Page Kofiud Zayin. Teva Ha'adam Shu Ayhev Chidushim. It's the nature of a person to love new things, right? Something different, something that people love that. But it's strange. As much as the teva of people to love new things and different things, it says, Beferish and Kahalas. It says there is nothing new <coughs> under the sun. There is nothing new. So Chazal say, why did Shlomo Melech say, There's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun. You know, we used to, when we were kids, so we used to look forward, even though we dreaded 
the end of the summer and the beginning of school, there was one good thing about September. I'm not talking about slichas. The one good thing about September is that there were new shows on, the new television shows. We used to look in the TV guide and we're all excited because they had these little pictures of the upcoming new shows or the, the new episodes of your favorite show. If it was still on, you know, that year, there would be new episodes. And it was, was such an excitement. And and then my, my father always made chazik of this whole thing. The, my mother liked to get the TV card because she loved There was a crossword puzzle or something. She liked to do that, and she also wanted to see, you know, what's coming up and all these things. And and uh, and and my father would say, "Do you think these are the new television shows? The new television shows?" And he says, "I say, yeah, that's sure, it's new television shows." My father would always say, "It's the same. It's the same thing. It's always the same thing." Of course, he looked at it just like another funny thing that older people say. But Shalom Al said, "Ain't kol chadash tachav v'shems." Shalom Al says, "There's nothing new. There's nothing new." Under the sun. And he goes on to say, and someone will say, Ah, this is new. This is new. It always was. Where is there something that's new? So, above the sun, there's something new. That's why people get so tired with all the new things. All, all of these new things, that, the iPods and all the different machines, these are all, people are constantly changing them, all the time changing them. I, I don't understand. You can't drive more than more than a half a mile any place without seeing like some huge AT&T store, a Verizon store. I'm not sure what goes on there. I, I mean, I went, I went three times in my life with my daughter to go. Because I wasn't even the honest truth. I'm telling you, my kids all the time, they just said, they kept on saying, Daddy, this phone is already due or something. It's up, and I can get a new one. So, and I would, uh, this is always two or three years already after this man. And the kids would say, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. So it was more like to just uh, make them happy. And I went, and uh, and they go crazy. These stores, they're like a thousand phones. And... The one that so it says that you're not supposed to pay anything more for a new phone, right? You get it, you trade it. So I always tell the kids, I'm not, I'm getting the phone the, for the same. Not, it says for free. That's what I'm doing. It's for free. I don't want to get anything. But daddy, this does this and this does that. And this does this and this does that. And if there's all these cool things and these unbelievable things, huh? And you see, there are million stores like this all over the place. These. They had an unrackable, I don't even know when they built it, I just, I don't know, I was driving by and I saw that there's this building here, I don't know when they made that, and it's a whole store, just what are they doing there? I know you need someone to hook you up, to the, you need someone to make a connection for, if you have a phone, I understand that. What's all that stuff in there? So I, I saw, I wrote my daughter, there all these, not in the snoop, I went on Central Lake, all these phones and different things, tchotchkelech, you know, that you can get and all these things. People have this craziness that they have an old phone, an old computer to get something new, something new. And then and then already it's Eiskish built after a few days. Like when we were children, we get a toy. It's no different. There's no chidushin, tachas hashemesh. There's nothing that's truly new under the sun. There isn't anything. 
I, what about all this technology and these amazing things? It's the rearrangement of things. That's not true Chiddush. It's things being rearranged. A true Chiddush. But above the sun, of course that doesn't mean physically in the, in the sky. Above the world of Teva, or like we were learning about in the earth's Hatayraklis, beyond this world, beyond the world of the Kuf, in other words, there are there are places, there is a world in which there are no chidushim. That's called tachas hashemesh, beneath the sun. And there are places. There's a place. There's a a mitzvah with a with a chidushim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mechadosh B'Tuvah B'Chol Yoyim Ma'isa B'Reishis We say every day in Davening that Hashem is Mechadosh in His kindness He, he renews B'Chol Yom every single day a new world Ma'isa B'Reishis Creation Yeish Noi Chidosh B'Chol Rega We know what the Svarim tell us not just B'Chol Yoyim but every instant every second like the Tani talks about in Shai Yehud Amunah every single second Every second, and not even a second, the second is a big, you can't even divide into how small. Every, there's constantly, all the time. A person who is kailai, who absorbs with his soul, is able to feel. He's able to feel the some hischachis within himself and his life. He's created. It's not the same old guy that's been here for whatever amount of years. It's not the same. There's a koyach hischachis shabai. And his soul is longing, umiachelis, yearning, longing. The kabbalas koyach hischachis shalabari wants to have. To feel the koyach of his chadshis of the of the that the is being mechadish. That's why people are so mishigit to have new things all the time. You buy you you could buy an outfit, and you're all excited, and then you look at the closet a week or two later, and it's kind of optimized. You have no cheshek for it. You have no cheshek. And it's like that with everything. Everybody wants something new. People always told they have, they even have by the going such a Muslim. I, I heard this from somebody that was telling me that, that there's a, that they renew their vows. Do you ever hear that? There are people that were married. Who was just telling me this? I didn't hear this. I heard this from a Jewish person that they that they were going to renew their vows. I had seen that like on television or something when I was a kid that this. I guess they get married again, or they renew their promise to each other. I don't know how much that costs or what you have to do, but they renew their vows, something like that. I mean, they're trying to be mechadish, trying to be mechadish their relationship. So they, they got, it was getting stale, and 
old and and boring, so they want his chashas. All right, that's good because at least they're married, so they want to make his chashas in that way. But there are people that are so crazy with chashas that they can't be in a marriage. They're always looking for something else. They're always looking for something else. Where does that come from? That comes from the unbelievable longing to have a taste of hamachadish betuvo b'chol yoy ma'isivereshes. To come into contact with the Creator and with that new creation of every day, of every moment, to feel that. We even like when we see children. For many reasons, we spoke about the tamimus, but we also enjoy seeing children because we feel this chachis of a child. More this chachis of a child. He's not in the world for so long. He's only in the world a little bit, so he's more fresh. He's fresher, he's newer. People have such a tremendous, tremendous need for, for Chiddush, for new idea, for new concept. There's excitement. Something new. There's excitement. There's a friend of mine that he was going, you know, they made a new Yankee Stadium. You heard about this? So I have a big tie to go. I, I didn't go. I had a, I had a big tie to go because I, I, I was going to the old Yankee Stadium since I'm a little boy. You know, I started like in uh, 1961, 62. And, and, I, and they made a new Yankee Stadium and there's a whole... It's, it's a, I, I'm curious to see what's there. And um, so my friend went to the Yankee game and I asked him, no, this is nice. You know, what, what's the Kiddush? What's the, what did you see? What's the Kiddush? So he said... They're, they're like, he was telling me that the lobby and there's different things they made very, very nice. But when you come out to the ballpark, it's just like, it looks like a ball, you know, yeah, grass and laces. And it's the, it's the, it's the, the, New York City spent, we don't live in New York City over here. If you're from Farakali, you live in New York City. So we don't, I don't think we paid for that. But New York, I don't know, maybe it's, I think it's New York City. So they paid like, I don't know. Hundred million, two hundred million. I don't know how much they paid for that place. The people are making a lot of money. Their chesed was to make money, but everybody was all excited about his chachis, his chachis, his chachis. Everybody wants his chachis, and people are prepared to go on very expensive vacations, to go far away to see something new that they never saw. Why? Because I'm chadish betuva b'chayyon to my Because of the human beings longing to connect to something which is l'malam and hashemish. What's pathetic is. The, the thought that I could find something new, Lamatam That's pathetic. If you're a person that lives Lamatam then you could live in a little shack someplace in Kaula, and every day is new. And if your whole life is Lamatam every day they could put you into a new palace, and it's old. The second you step into it, it's already Oiskishpield. It's already no good. Right away. It's already Oiskishpield. The people get married like that. Like Feshachis. It's Oiskishpield. It's already finished. From the time they're married, it's finished. They can renew their vows a thousand times. It's the same vow. It doesn't mean anything. How do we approach God's Chiddush? Now, how do we come into contact with that? How do we understand that? How do we approach that Chiddush? The true Chiddush. 
the Chiddush that's Lamalam and Hashemesh. Above the sun. Vihine Aimim. Aimim Anubibirchas Alavana. So we say, we say, by Kiddush Lavana, the girls don't say this, but Matzah Shabbos, once a month, the guys go outside and we say Kiddush Lavana. And in Birchas Lavana, one beautiful, it's a very beautiful, they're very beautiful tefillahs. One sentence there is, that we ask Hashem, Shetishadesh Ateris Teferis Lamusay Batan that the splendorous crown should be renewed for those who were carried in the womb. We know that we we count time, Jews count time by the by the moon. Every month is called Chaydish. Chaydish means Chadash. The secret of how we count time is the moon. I know that you've learned a lot about that by now. Sure, in different shiurim, the connection between the Levana and his chaches. We've spoken about this over the years many, many times. It's connected very much to Tubashvat and Tubav and many other times of the year. It's a big sugya. It's one of the reasons why, why women don't say Kiddush Levana. It's not part of the, what they have to say. They live Kiddush Levana every month. That chaydish, that is chaches. So, with davening. By Kiddush Levana, by the renewal of the of the moon, we're davening for renewal for Chiddush. Halavana begins Chiddush, and the moon is that. That's how we measure Chiddush, the month Chiddush. Chiddush. Yeshna his Chiddushes we call Chiddush for Chiddush. So what we see is that there's something that's happening. That every month there's something new. We, we don't say that every day. But for sure, once a month, we bench Kiddush Lavana and we ask for that his chaches, which is coming Shabbos, which is Shabbat, and we ask for that, that his chaches, to be able to experience it, and the ultimate is chaches of, of Mashiach and so on. Well, the Chayyar Harei ain't called Chadish Tachaz Hashemesh. So Lachayr, you could ask a question. I we just learned that Ein Kol Chadash Tachas Hashemesh. There is nothing new. Tachas Hashemesh and all the Madregas beneath the sun. There's nothing new. Vahalavani mitachas Hashemesh and the moon. The moon is beneath the sun. Just because it's not sitting here on the planet, but in Madregas, Lachayr, the moon is Tachas Hashemesh. It's under the influence of the of the sun. Vim came Aichesh Bachidish. So how could there be a Khidish? Ain Kal Khadish, Takhashemish. The Levan of the moon is Takhashemish. I every month is a Khidish. Because we say it's Rash Khidish. And Shitishadish Shitishadish at Teras to Ferris no Mul Sivatan. Hello. The truth, that's true. When the Levana is in that state of Tachas Hashemesh, beneath the sun, then it also does not have a Chiddush. 
but when it's the crown and glory. When it's in that level of crown, Sham Yesh Chidushan. On that level of Atara, of Ateris, Teferis, Der Chidushan. Let's learn more. Amnam. This is a Madrega that the moon itself can achieve. And in that Madrega, there could even be Lamala, Menashemesh. This is Chachis. That's called crown. However, if we look carefully at the Indian of the moon, we'll see even though we call it every month a Chiddush we call it it's not it's not a Chiddush why? what's really happening? what's really happening with Chiddush? It's not something that, that never was, it's not something that's entirely new. What Rishchidosh is, is that it returns to its original state, yeah? It returns to its original state. That was the big thing we had Kiddush Hamad this past Pesach, uh, Arab Pesach, right? So, um, once every 28 years, this is an Indian, how it was by Briya Sa'ilam. Some call it Kiddush Hamad, some call it Kiddush Hamad. But something new? What are you getting all excited about? It was returning to something that was there at the beginning. That's all it, that's all it was. So what's the big deal? That's really what Rosh Chedesh is. Shagam shon akarim lo chedesh, avol ein zeh chedesh batsam, zeh chedesh shal chazar lo matzav ha'amiti. It's the chedesh, it's the renewal. It's not new, it's renewal. It's like when you have a book that's already out and you want to renew it. I don't know if that's not new, it's you're renewing it. It's a funny word, isn't it? You're renewing it again. It's a funny thing. How do you know something again? If it's new, then it's entirely new. And if it's not. So, what do you mean? What does it mean? So, you're renewing it. What does that mean to renew? It's either new or it's re. How could it be renew? It's a funny thing. So Chiddush shall Chazar lematzav ha'amiti. I'm taking it out again. I'm taking it out again. From the beginning, I'm starting. I'm starting a new thing. So from now, the book they put in thing. I don't know if they do that anymore, but they make the book now that it's starting again under your name. Now starting see first day. So they give you Mazel Tov. It's the same book, Mazel Tov. But now it's a Chiddush. How is it a Chiddush? Because you're renewing it. I already have this book. You have it now new. That's what it means. Zel Chiddush al Chazar Lamatzav Amiti. Lamatzav Hashalom Sheyakaydem Achisar. You're going back to the Matzav before the Chisar, before something was missing. In the case of the before the days were were whittling away. Before there was a Chisar. Before it was old. Before it aged. You're going back to that matziv before the chisar. Before there was a chisar, something lacking. Claimer. Nochen, it's true. Shahalavonim is chadeshes. It's true that the lavonim is mischadeshes. But every month the moon is mischadeshes. It's renewed. Ach ha'chidish lachidish over. Hogam ha'chidish lachidish zeh. 
Okay, but that happens every month. Every month I see the same thing. It's getting darker and darker, then it peaks, it starts again the moon. That happened last month too. The Gamma Chiddush HaKlali. So, Rak Chiddush HaKhazara, El Shorisha, Shlosnechet, Kivyachal. Really, the moon is going back to that matzav. It's, it's beginning again to go back to that matzav of what it was like before the moon was diminished in its size. Going back to Precious. Starting again to build and to grow and to have that beginning. Like before the Chait, when it was when it was diminished. Where the moon was knocked down because he can't have two because he asked the question how could two kings were one kind of everybody knows. So what's happening? What's happening in the month? The month we're going back to that. Is it real chiddush? No, last month was also. The two months ago, next month, the chiddush is. I'm going back to that matzav ha'amiti, to the shurish of what the moon originally was. So it is with our avayda. Everybody's naturally looking for something new. When a person is looking for chiddush, it doesn't mean something new that never was. Chiddush amiti hu achazar al-shavish. Shu chiddush is going back to what it was at the beginning. That's how it works with the moon. That's why it's called chaydish. To go back to how it really was and really is supposed to be. Hu achazar al-shavish to the root. Hayizdabkus b'shavish ha'adam kaydam ha'chet ha'kadman. Means going back to that way before man sinned. V'hainu yeshiva began eidin. Being in Gan Eden, being attached to the Rebbe without a blockage of the Lahat Acherem Sapechus, a revolving sword of flame that was standing with the outside Gan Eden to prevent Adam and Chavah from going back. With those scary Kruvim, those scary angels standing over there with the sword. Nimsa, it means. The true koyach of chiddush that a human being has. God forbid to, to use this Indian of chiddush for things of this world. The next car, the next iPod, another friend, another 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 wife, another husband. Chiddushim, chiddushim, chiddushim. In this world. True chiddush, which is the meaning of l'malam and hashemesh. True chiddush. Is achazara lematzava amiti, is to return to the true matzav of how it was at the beginning. That's chiddush. The shorish neshmasay shela adam vitzuras viyasa to the shorish of the to the root of one's soul and to the original tzura of how man was created. That's his chavshes, like the moon. And what Rav Schwartz is going to explain, which Hashem will continue is how the Iker, the main Kli that Hashem gave us to bring us into that world of the Eschadzis, of going back to Helokim Osos Adam Yosha, connected to Tremus, to our origina, our, the original version, and to renew ourselves from day one. The main Kli that Hashem gave us to do that is Tfilah's Davin. 
if you're not in that, if you're not connected to that, then there's nothing in the world that could be as monotonous as davening. Because when you're davening, you're saying the exact same words as you did yesterday. It's just repeating the same words. So the place that you would least expect to find Chiddush is by davening. But davening is davka, the key to his chachis, as we're going to continue with Shomu Gadda.